Hi, this is Stephen Ambrose, Senior Pastor at Wapak Naz. I want to welcome you to the Wapak Naz podcast. We hope and pray that this message goes deep into your DNA, is encouraging, relevant to your life, a means for you to engage with God and experience His love, and moves you to impact your world. We at Wapak Naz believe firmly that you matter to God. We are glad that you are taking the risk to engage with Him today. Wapak Naz is love people loving people to Jesus, and it takes people to partner with us to be on mission and bring this message to our community, the region, and the world. If you would like to financially partner with Wapak Naz to love people to Jesus, join us by going to our website at wapaknaz.org and becoming a financial partner. We thank you, we pray for you, we love you, and enjoy the message. It's been a good morning. Despite all the awkward moments, right? It's been a good morning. And uh, we're truly glad that you've been here engaging with the Lord our God today. Um, Last week, man, if if you were not here last week, um, what a moment. uh, What a moment of the Lord's presence in this place. And as you responded, um, we, we we learned lessons about making sure that when we're in that moment when the Lord moves, that we don't miss it. I'd encourage you, uh, we, we had a moment like that back in November. Um, I'd encourage you to go to wapaknaz.org or to Spotify or to iTunes and look up the podcast that Matthew and I um, did on missing the moment. Missing the moment, probably one of our best podcasts that we've done, and and talking about making sure that we don't miss the moment of the Lord moving in our life, whether it's in the sanctuary, or whether you're in the aisle at Walmart, or driving your car, or washing your dishes, or um, some people that I know from this congregation have received the Lord right in their on their couch or in their bed, and they've had an encounter with the Lord. Um, next week. We'll, we'll f- wrap up our answered prayers uh, series. The sermon that was to be last week will be next week. This is this is kind of a in between moment. Being Family Sunday or or We Sunday, we kind of keep things abbreviated a little bit. Um, we keep it. We do the kiss method. Keep it simple. See, I knew somebody would say that. I'm a little offended. It's keep it simple, Stephen. It's really keep it simple, Stephen. <laughs> so uh, if, if you, you've been here for any amount of time or you've been here for a long time and you may not have noticed it but I want to direct your attention to this tool hanging right here from our ceiling from a beam on our ceiling um, if you've been here any time Anybody just noticed this for the first time? You've not seen it before? Please raise your hand because I'm really curious. All right, all right, nobody. You've actually seen it. Maybe you thought, maybe when they did the construction of this building, they left their tool hanging here from the beam. No, this, this tool is, is called a plumb bob. And uh, we did a series a, a couple years ago called Plumb Lines um, here at Wapak Naz. And plumb lines, what we found that whether it would be on a Sunday morning or conversations in our hallway, conversations with our folks here in a life group or engage, 
that we actually found that there was some language phrases that we were using throughout the the week that were repeated phrases that seemed to create a culture here and they're called plumb lines they they kind of ensure you that you're still walking straight and narrow that plumb bob that's hanging there eugene after the first sermon that i preached in that series he came to me and said hey i got something for you and he handed this to me and and he said this is a plumb bob and for years eugene used that plumb bob when he was doing building building projects that he needed to make sure things were perpendicular they were right angled that they were plumb he would use that tool to ensure that they were straight the walls the ceilings to ensure that they were straight i came in for that following sunday and matthew had put that right up on the beam and i said that's perfect we're going to keep it there because we need to be reminded that our lives and our hearts need to continue to make sure that we're plumb with the lord that we're right with him some of those phrases that have kind of emerged and one that sticks out to my to my mind right now has been embrace the awkward right that's been a plumb line for us for a long time is embrace the awkward not because sometimes the pastor comes down before he's supposed to or the uh, powerpoint is off a little bit no because life actually has a lot of awkward moments and those moments we we don't really like those moments because they make us uncomfortable and we try to get out of those moments as quick as we can but here at Wapak Naz we really want to actually embrace those moments because when we embrace those moments especially the hard conversations growth can happen out of those spiritual growth life growth can happen another one of those plumb lines that has emerged actually just recently as we did a series in January it seemed to stick with you was raise the bar that we are to raise the bar in our life that we're content with who we are where we are right now but God wants us to go a little further God always calls us to greater never less right he always calls us to greater and he wants more for you but he actually also demands more from us he demands that we raise the bar in our life one of those phrases that we're going to talk about today real quick again we're keeping it simple Stephen Stephen we're keeping it simple Stephen we're keeping it simple spiritually today one of those plumb lines that emerged out of a sermon and actually out of a life app in a sermon because we wanted you to take that and run with it was very early here and it was pray now pray later because if you don't pray now you won't pray later and i saw some of your heads go yep yep that's us that's us um when I was a kid, it was now and later at the skating rink, right? It was the now and later. It was that long-lasting chew. And it reminds me, I have this up on my shelf, it reminds me of this plumb line. 
there's never been a time when I have been at Walmart or in the community, wherever it may be, and somebody has actually shared something about their life that's been a really difficult moment that they're actually living through. There's never been a time when I offered to pray for them that they refused. Whether they were an atheist, whether they were an agnostic, whether they believed that the universe was the superior power, whether they believed in new age movements, whether they were really confused about faith or whether they were a follower of Jesus Christ. Never once have I offered, may I pray for you, that it was refused. Because often what we do is we say, I'll pray for that. Sending prayers with the little nice emojis, right? The hand emojis. They're so cute. Sending prayers your way, right? Hmm. We're not sending them their way, by the way. We're, we're having a conversation with the Lord. We're not sending it to the person. We're having a conversation with the Lord. But I just want to encourage you because actually this, this phrase, this, this plumb line, pray now, pray later, because if you don't pray now, you won't pray later, actually is a, a restatement of what Paul says to the Thessal- church of Thessalonica. He says, be joyful. Pray continually. There it is, right there. Pray continually. See, in this series of answer prayers, we've, we've talked about how prayer isn't necessarily what we thought it was, right? It's not asking a cosmic genie for something you want. But prayer, the actual purpose of prayer is to relationally know and connect with the creator of the universe. Our Lord, our God, through Jesus Christ because of that sacrifice that he made on the cross and his resurrection on that awesome Sunday. It's to relationally connect with our God. Pray now. Pray later. Because if you don't pray now, you won't pray later. Pray now. Pray later. Because if you won't pray now, you're not going to pray later, right? Pray continually. Paul also encourages the Colossian church, the church of Colossae. Devote yourselves to prayer. Pray now. Pray later. Devote yourselves to prayer. Pray continually to connect with our Lord, our God. I want to encourage you today to be not only people that value prayer, because we've already mentioned today one of our values is celebration. We celebrated Logan. We celebrated Noah as he's, he's here. We're going to celebrate him when he goes away. I think that celebration is going to be much bigger than today's, right? Just kidding. Dude, I used to, we've been having such a good time. We're going to celebrate baptism. People stepping out publicly in their faith and saying, I identify with Jesus Christ. 
but we're also one of our other values, that hill that we die on is prayer. I mentioned this last week that our inception as a church started with two families praying. 1925, they just got together and prayed. That's what they did. And then church, a group of people that gathered together right here and they purchased land. They strategically placed them here, right here on the corner of Court and Benton. I want to encourage you, when you're out and about, and you have conversations with your your fellow employees. When you're in the market, when you're mowing your grass and you have a conversation with your neighbor, and you're the actual listener, right? You're not the talker. You're the listener. And you listen to friends and strangers tell their story and open up their chest cavity to you. I'd like for you to take a step further. I want you to raise the bar. I want us to raise the bar. God wants us to raise the bar and say, I will pray for you, but I want to pray for you now. Do you mind? They won't refuse you. They will not refuse you. I actually had a conversation with somebody this week. I'm trying to remember who it was, but they said, I offer prayer to somebody. It was a little awkward, but we prayed, and I prayed for them. They didn't refuse it. People are hungry, folks. They're hungry for the Lord, God Almighty. They're hungry for Jesus, even if they don't realize that they're hungry for Jesus. You and I are salt, light, and yeast. Another one of those plumb lines. We're salt, light, and yeast, and one of the simplest ways that you can be salt, light, and yeast is be that listener and draw them in and pray for them. But on the other side of that, I want us to remember, in light of all the conversation that we've had about prayer over the course of this month, unanswered prayer, those times that God seems really silent, seemingly absent, and we feel all but abandoned, In light of all that conversation, we, as believers in the Lord, take encouragement from James, who said, when you ask, don't be double-minded, but believe. Jesus says, ask and knock, and the door will be open. Seek, and you will find. We also... Believe that God can. And believe that He will. Right? Even if He doesn't, we'll still trust Him. When I was a chaplain at Nazarene Christian School in Xenia, we would pray before class and I would take requests. And sometimes it would take a long, long time. But I would have my students from freshmen to seniors. And they would give requests and they would say, hey, can you pray for this or can we pray for that? And can we pray for that? And then I'd say, great, guess what? You're going to pray for each other. It's not just going to be me. And we started to realize that we were praying, anticipating that God would move. And so I actually started writing down all the answered prayers 
And then I started to encourage our students. When God moved on their behalf because his people would pray, I'd say, go write it up there. Write it up there. Page after page after page, year after year after year after year of answered prayer because God's people prayed. Pray now, pray later, because if you don't pray now, you won't pray later. Pray now, pray later. Pray now, pray later. You and I pray with anticipation. I'll never forget Jim Johnson, who would frequently tell the story. I don't know if it was memory was bad, or he just loved telling this story. But he would frequently tell the story of a time that he was mushroom hunting with a relative that was uh, Jewish. And they forgot a bag. You're mushroom hunting, you should have a tool that you're able to put the mushrooms in, right? They forgot a bag. And they were discussing on the way to look for, for mushrooms. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And his Jewish relative said, well, why don't you pray about it? And Jim said, you're right, I'm going to pray. So he prayed for a bag of all things. And he would say and clarify, I know this sounds stupid. I said, no, Jim, no. And after he prayed, they took another few steps, and what do you know? There's a bag. And he's like, oh, my goodness, there's a bag. And Jim got taught a lesson because his Jewish relative would say, said, didn't you expect God would answer your prayer? Right? It's like the, the church who is down the road from a bar. This is a fictional story. This is not a true story. Church that was down the road from a place that actually turned into a bar. So the pastor was a little offended that there was a bar down the road, and so he prayed, and he pulled the church in. They had a prayer meeting. Lo and behold, there comes a storm, a lightning bolt hits, and the bar burns down. Somehow, word got out to the bar owner that the church was praying about the bar. So you know what? The bar owner sued the church, took him to court. The judge asked the story. Tell me the story. The bar owner said, they prayed against our bar. And it burnt down. No, 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 no. It was just a harmless prayer meeting, the pastor cried out. And the judge, dumbfounded, says, I don't believe what my ears are hearing. I have a bar owner who believes in the power of prayer, and I have a pastor who doesn't believe in the power of prayer. Wow. Folks, pray continually. Devote yourselves to prayer. Ask, and it will be given. Seek, you will find, right? Jesus clarifies a parable that he tells about a man's boldness when he says, ask, and it will be given. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be answered. We must be bold in the moments that we're praying. 
that we're asking for the Lord to move on behalf of a person who may not believe in the Lord their God, but you have offered them prayer for their life. So, pray now. Pray later. Because if you don't pray now, you won't pray, pray later. Pray continually. Devote yourselves to prayer. And when you pray, expect God to move. Not necessarily how you're asking him to move, but expect him to move. Watch him move. Being watchful and thankful that God will move. I love Lily. Awesome. You hit it right on the head, just like Jim Johnson would do. Wake out of a sleep in a stupor and say, Amen! I love it. So folks, pray now, pray later. And anticipate God's movement on your behalf. Be watchful and thankful. So, we're going to pray now. Would you mind bowing your heads? Father, thank you. Thank you so much that the Christmas story Jesus was sent in the language of humanity like one of us. Thank you, Father, for your son who surrendered himself, had the attitude of humility and emptied himself on the cross and gave his life. And I thank you, God, that it didn't end there. The story wasn't over. And that he rose from the dead. Even though his, his crew was confused. Oh, Lord, you sorted it out. Thank you, Jesus, for going up to the right hand of the Father. Thank you, Jesus, ten days later, for sending your spirit living in humanity, in mankind. That the teacher went from outside of us to inside of us. The love of our life is now inside of us and that we are temples of the living God. And that thank you, Jesus, by your cross and your resurrection, we can have conversation with you. That we can get to know you. And like our sermon in the sack lesson, we actually can get to know ourselves a little bit clearer. Jesus, I ask that as this group of people goes out today and they go out and spend time with friends and family that they spend times just as family as they go eat as they celebrate Memorial Day and remember as they go to grad parties God may we be listeners being quick to listen and slow to speak but being very quick also to offer prayer we don't know how, if we don't know how to pray, that's fine, Lord. All we need to do is pray in our hearts to you and say amen. And may the peace of God go out from us to others. And Father, may we anticipate your movement. May we go back and ask, hey, how is that thing going on? Father, will you move your people here to be salt, light, and yeast in our community, to be prayer warriors to seek opportunities, to pray now and pray later. And we will be watchful and thankful. I praise you, Jesus. I thank you. I thank you for this group of people here. We love you and we praise you. And it's in your name we pray.
Amen. Man, I love you guys. We love you. Would you please stand? You can throw something down if you want. <laughs> Man, this has been a great day. I, I really do appreciate you. And uh, we love to have fun around here. And uh, we want you to love the Lord your God with all your heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength. And will you please, please love your neighbor as yourself. Have a good day. We'll see you Wednesday. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Wapaknas podcast. We hope you were moved deeply to step into God and the hope and future he has for you and that you were moved to be salt, light, and yeast in your community and to love people to Jesus.